0: Available now on CBC Listen or wherever you get your podcasts.
1: This is a CBC Podcast. This week on Feel Good Friday, let's talk depression. Ultrasound sniper rifles are the future. What? Poop shapes, the more you know. And ten fingers, no thumbs, AI or genetic disorder.
0: Whoa. <laughs> Who knows? Who knows? <laughs> Nobody really knows. <laughs> well, actually, somebody knows. <laughs> somebody knows something. Somebody knows something. I can't wait. CBC, I can't wait. CBC, CBC podcast. I can't. That wait. Most people listen to. I cannot wait to be in the know.
1: Yeah. Well, uh, take you're gonna, me there, Daddy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I really have to wait. Um, so, uh, how do we? You know what? I wanted to kick this off. I don't want to like i don't you know i'm not i'm not i'm not a super fan of making things uh like like all about me on the feel good friday episodes i know i did this a couple weeks ago when i was like yeah i'm like my fucking itchy skin and all that stuff um (laughs) but i feel like this is something that i that is worth digging into for just just, at least just for the first little bit so um so to kick this all off Dude, if you've got a mental illness? Like, fucking turn it Shut up, out dude, mental like, illness. Turn it Like, whatever the fuck you got going on, dude. Fucking, you're medicated, you're not Shout medicated, out. dude. Like, so uh I um I kind of alluded to this a couple of weeks ago, but uh um and this is very fr- I mean, this is not so fresh. This isn't that fresh because I've known this. But I I got uh I got a diagnosis today of clinical depression. How did that feel for you? I also
0: I want to say like that is my question for you, but also when you when you say like I don't want to make this all about me or whatever, I actually love when we get to have these types of conversations when you you know sure. talk about your itchy skin or talk about <laughs> you know your mental illness. <laughs> because, I just love when because, we get to talk about your itchy skin. But but I what I mean by that, and I know you, I know that you know what I mean. But yeah, I, no, I what I mean I is like I really genuinely. Enjoy having those real conversations yeah. with each other, with you and with Taylor, and yeah. and you know the fact that this is being recorded and put out. I don't really give a fuck about that when we get to yeah. talk about
1: these things because it's nice to make that time to talk about this totally. stuff with each other. I agree with you, and uh, I just I just also recognize that uh, there's people that are tuning in because they want to hear about the poop shapes. <laughs> so <laughs> there you know. definitely are those people. <laughs> don't worry, we'll get there. Uh, so yeah, so. I, yeah. So I, so, so I've, I mean, I don't think I really talked about this on the show, but, um, oddly enough, coincidentally, and I think maybe potentially kind of linked, when I had this skin thing going on, um, I also was really struggling with my mental health. And, mm-hmm. um, and here's the thing the reason I'm talking about this openly is twofold. Number one, because I think it's important to, be open about those types of things but also number two uh i'm doing this for my own good because the more outspoken i am about it the better it is for my own well-being and i'll give you an example here and this is i mean this is like this it's is great content to be honest so like number three <laughs> just excellent content. yeah yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. um just an absolute <laughs> slut for uh for putting my, my personal <laughs> shit out into the world which is funny because people like like I've, I've, people think that you know like like that's that's one of the like that's one of the takes out there where it's like no, this guy's just so what a fucking just what a fucking <laughs> dummy out there just putting his life out there but hey um, but so this is uh, not so funny but it is like I can see how this is funny in retrospect but it's still happening right now so it's like still not so funny but like there's a part of me that does laugh at this. A few weeks ago, I had this epiphany um, where I, where I, I made the realization that I'm not okay and I haven't been okay for a few years. And, uh, the epiphany came to me when I made the realization that I was doing something that is so fucking crazy. And I use the word crazy the way the word crazy shouldn't be used, which is I was, I was crazy. And let me explain. I'm, I'm aware. Oh, I know. (laughs) I know you are. So, so I had this epiphany one night. I'm supportively aware. (laughs) Yeah. I had this epiphany one night. Um, we were out, it was me, you, a bunch of our friends. We were out to see the show and we were dancing, having a good time. And everybody was having a really great time. I all of a sudden started not having a great time. And I pulled the fucking cord and I dipped out hard, like just totally Irish exited. Didn't say goodbye to anybody. I uh, told Kira I was leaving. Kira was like, okay, I'll come with you. We went home. And I had this, um, I had this moment. I, I went home, immediately walked into the door, stripped all my clothes off, went into the bathtub, turned on the shower and sat down and basically just like started crying. And I was like, what the fuck is going on? Well, what was going on? Um, I, I, it clicked in that moment where I realized, oh, oh shit. There's actually something very, very like not okay going on. And I've been ignoring it. So I texted you guys that night. It was like 3 a.m. or something. This is, by the way, this is the worst text to get. I know. I said, guys, can we please meet tomorrow for a beer? There's something I have to tell you. At 3 a.m. <laughs> <laughs> and you guys were like... I mean, you guys are, you guys are great. You guys were like, absolutely, do We love you. Like, let's make it happen. Also... Internally, feeling ultra anxious. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. <laughs> yeah. So, anyway, the next day we we go out for for uh, for lunch. We we sit down and and we all order a pint and we're having this conversation. And I laid out to the three to to the two of you, which I had done this prior the night prior with Kira. I had laid this out to her as well, where I said, "Hey, I have to be honest with you guys. I have been not okay. I told you, I felt my my mental health has been." tanking and the way that i have come to this realization is by noticing the way that i happen to um, the way that this manifests in me is i am i i seek to escape it in a very particular way now i'm really grateful that i seek to escape it in the way that i do because if it was like seeking you know uh, it, there's a, there's a lot of ways I could be, I could be seeking that escape that are really fucking not fun. Yeah. You mean, like, you, you mean you were, you were, had identified a coping mechanism. A coping mechanism that is unhealthy. Yeah. Yeah. Now that coping mechanism that was unhealthy was not like hardcore, um, alcoholism. I wasn't out like, you know, sex addiction, just like trying to fuck anything and every, everything that I can. I wasn't like using hard drugs or anything like that. My coping mechanism was a video game addiction. And I expressed to you guys that it got so bad that I was lying to you, Brian, and Taylor, who's not here right now. He's, he's uh, at an ultrasound appointment. And Kira, my partner. And I would lie to you guys, telling you that I had doctor's appointments, blood work, had to pick up prescri- prescriptions, shit like that, in order to stay home, not come to the office, and play video games. And then when Kira would come home, she would go, How was your day? And I would say, Oh, fuck. And I would tell her that I missed work today because I had all these doctors' appointments and all these blood work tests and all these things that I had to do, and I missed recordings. But in reality, I was actually home playing Baldur's Gate. Which which is funny when you say that. <laughs> like, we, so, and and I should say we've it's had funny, it's had this, not funny like, but it's funny.
0: We've we've had this conversation. And I wanna yeah. I also want to say, dude, in in the moment when you first told me this. Mm. I the strongest feeling that I felt I felt a, a bunch of different Brian feelings punched me <laughs> and <laughs> walked out. I think the strongest feeling that I felt was a feeling of admiration. Um mm. not that you've not that you had just been playing video I wasn't admiring the fact that you were just <laughs> playing video games at home. I really I genuinely admired that you had the ability to tell us yeah. that. Yeah. And I, also yeah. I I should say too like like quite soon after you realized yourself. I mean, you like Like it was something that was really evident to me in that moment, and when you talked us through the situation, and and I think one thing that you did really well in terms of communicating was was talking us through the full experience of yeah you coming to the realization yourself because it was very easy for me to understand that like this isn't somebody who is just avoiding you know like doing work this is somebody who's sick. When I say
1: crazy, I mean the, the the reason why I use the word crazy is that it got to a point where I did actually have, it was, I was kind of like half lying to you guys, right? So like, I mean, I was fully lying to you, but like there were, there were half truths <laughs> right, sprinkled yeah. throughout. So like I did actually have a, a doctor's appointment one morning and I got out of that appointment at like 11 o'clock and we had a recording at 12. Mm-hmm. I then told you, so, it, and, and again, none of this, like when this was happening, none of this didn't make sense. To be quite frank, it was like, oh, I'm a genius. Like, mm. this is a fucking great idea. So I called you guys and I said, hey, I'm still at the appointment. After this appointment, I got to go to blood work. I got to go get a prescription. None of that was true. And so I'm not going to make the recording, but I'll probably be there at 2. Uh, uh, and and then hung up the phone and then went, okay, sweet. So that means if I go home now, it's 11 o'clock. I'll get home at 11.15. That means I can play video games from 11.15 to like ideally 1.15 Or I could text them and say that the blood work's taking a little bit longer. So then I could push it to two. And that's realistic. Kira won't be home by then. Then I can go to the office, do the last like couple hours of work that we need to do, then come home and start playing because Kira wouldn't have known that I've already played for like it's that level of like, what the fuck? And again, hadn't like it made total sense in the moment. When I had this epiphany, by the way I was I I I had taken some psilocybin mushrooms. That was the thing that like helped me expand my consciousness to a degree of going,
0: wait oh, a fucking
1: fuck. hold the phone. What the what the yeah. heck? This is weird. Mm-hmm. Made that realization and went, what the fuck, dude? You are literally scheming and like calcul you're doing math, calculating the hours, the minutes of which you can fit this into your day by lying to the people around. Like this is Mm-hmm. You're sick. Like, you're, there's something going on here. It's not that you're addicted to video games. It's that you are literally like seeking escape so badly because you haven't dealt with your fucking shit. Mm-hmm. You've been using the excuse that you can't afford therapy for years. You've been using, you know, this excuse, that excuse, yada, yada, whatever. And so. So as soon as that (laughs) epiphany happened, I, I just, I just, I, the, the first thing I thought was like, I have to fucking tell everyone I know Mm -hmm. that this is happening, like everybody, everybody, like I have to tell my inner circle. Yeah. Which is, which is, um,
0: that, that's the thing that I admired about you in that situation is like, it would, I, like, I think it's not hard for people to imagine that it would be easy to go, Oh fuck this is crazy. People still don't know. I just need to be better. Like, right. Like, fuck it. I'm not yeah. going to tell them. I don't want to get caught in the like, lie. I don't want to like, they, yeah. like they might be hurt by this or whatever. Yeah. And I, I do want to like emphasize how important it is that you did tell us that because yeah. I mean, like for the obvious reasons. Um, but also it like, then we sat there. I mean, we got to, we had a really nice, um, lunch. Set. It was, it was obviously a hard conversation. Yeah. But it was nice to be able to sit there and go, okay, Jerry, Like, what are like how how can you start to feel better? Like, what are the things that we yeah. can
1: start to do? And like, we sat there and Dude, went we, on psychology today. We mm-hmm. sat there and we found my therapist. We like Tinder swiped on therapists We literally we literally went to, we went to find <laughs> the hottest male therapist we could find. <laughs> we did, <laughs> and I found one. Yeah, and he happens to practice across the street from my. He house, lives, which is lives across, the, <laughs> works across the street from yours, <laughs> which is yeah. really funny. Uh, yeah, but we yeah. tendered my we tendered my therapist. Um, which is great. So now I have a therapist and then, and then I made an appointment with my family physician, Yeah, which, um, which was great. So that, so that appointment actually happened this morning. I finally got it. I had to wait a while. I got in and, uh, and speaking with her, we, you know, it, it's like, you know, you go to, your, you go to your, your family GP and it's like, you have 15 minutes. Um, I was there for like 45 minutes and, and, and I was like, I'm so sorry. I know this is taking, and she was, you know, my family doctor, Doc is just so fucking great. She's awesome. And she was like, look, from what I'm gathering here, it it seems pretty clear to me. You have clinical depression, but also you have, you are struggling with untreated ADHD. Mm -hmm. And so, yeah, we made a game plan to like tackle those two things. So I'm starting medication for ADHD today. Mm -hmm. And we're going to do that for a little bit. And then, I'm, you know, my hope is that that will help put me into a, a mental space where I can, I can be present and clear enough in my day to day to help manage the the depression part. Mm-hmm. Because, like, just for context, for for you know, for folks that aren't like for everybody who's listening to this who doesn't fucking know me, um. I've made all these like massive changes to my life, especially like since Trikafta, but like lifestyle changes, like going to the gym five days a week, which I never fucking did before. Like waking up, going to the gym five days a week at seven 30 in the morning, Mm -hmm. changing my diet, like eating healthier, cutting back on like the, the diet that I, that I had for fucking years. Um, taking creatine. Yeah. Yeah. Like (laughs) just, just boosting myself with supplements. (laughs) Uh, uh, um, you know, like changing my sleep habits. So like really dialing in my like sleep hygiene. Like I, Mm. I've been doing all the things that like you hear people tell you to do when, you know, it's like, Oh, you, you have, you're struggling with ADHD or you're struggling with like mental health. Do these things first. See if you can change it this way. And I did those things and it didn't really make that much of a difference. I feel great physically. I feel good. Like I feel good. I, I feel confident you know, when I like look at myself, those types of things, but like it didn't, it didn't have an effect on like my mental health really. Mm-hmm. And so that's where I started to kind of go, what the fuck dude? Like, why isn't this, why isn't this working? Like I'm drinking my water, I'm taking my vitamins, I'm fucking getting outside and getting in the sun. And I'm, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm doing those things that you hear are like, should be good. Should, should be, be good. Should and, be, and, and like yeah. for some people though, that's, as, that's all you might need um and i think i kind of pushed away the idea of like m- like medicinal intervention mm-hmm. like medical intervention with like like you know with like Adderall or fucking drugs. SSRIs yeah. or whatever like i just i didn't want to go down that route but again it's like okay well i'm here now and and so we're i'm going to i'm going to try this and hopefully this is like a thing that helps um and and again i just want to say the reason i'm putting this out there Selfishly, for me, is because this is the thing that I that that I feel helps me keep me accountable, mm-hmm. right? Just I, like the way that I told you guys at the at lunch what mm-hmm. the fuck happened, or the way that I've spoken to Kira at home to like like it keeps me accountable.
0: Mm-hmm. You know, I, I'm curious, like since you made that realization and and talked to us and have you know started going to therapy, like w- acknowledging that this isn't something that's going to change overnight. Um, how has, how has the last two weeks been, how have the last already
1: it's been, uh, it's definitely like been better, Mm -hmm. you know, like, uh, I feel like, um, I feel like just talking, I mean, you know, like the talking about it makes a difference. I mean, it's like that, that sort of cliche thing of like, don't bottle in your shit. Well, we and it, i was bottling in my shit <laughs> you know we say it all the time but it's like it's so funny yeah. it's so funny how easy it is to like to to not to not follow the the shit that you you put out to the world like it's so easy to 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 just forget
0: yeah when you live by the train tracks you don't hear the train anymore yeah it's insane yeah
1: yeah something so i'm sure like, there's like lazy river about. fucking analogy <laughs> yeah, there in there somewhere for sure <laughs> um yeah so I, I already feel like i already feel better than i did in that like when i came to you guys i was in a, I was in like a, a true like mental health crisis like i was in a really bad state mm-hmm. obviously that has like that has petered out and i feel better now my skin is also better like mm-hmm. i'm not fucking itching all the time um i'm still going to the fucking tanning bed every goddamn morning getting burnt to mm-hmm. shit but my nipples are nice and white
0: when, we, when you say too that you were in a mental health crisis, you you were literally in a mental health crisis. Yeah, I, I should say too that we did have the conversation about like, do you are you having suicidal thoughts? Are there mm-hmm. is there an emergency clinic we need to go to? Yeah. Like, like how do you feel in this sense? And we talked a lot about that's stuff first to make sure that you know, like that you were in a place that you yeah. felt like you could start to take those next steps to. Yeah. And I was I, I, you those, know, I you wasn't know. anywhere near that. Yeah.
1: But again, but it was still a crisis nonetheless. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. But I can see how that could very easily, like, you know, evolve to something like that, Mm -hmm. you know? So, anyway, I just want to. So, 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 like one of my favorite songs says, dude, if you've got a mental illness, like, fucking turn up, dude. So I'm turning up. Uh, (laughs) I've got depression and. Those are great songs. Yeah. I also, I, I, I can't say it enough. And I,
0: I know that, uh, Taylor feels the same way too. It's that, yeah. like, we're, we're obviously incredibly proud of you for doing this and, yeah. and, uh, and support you. Well, Love thanks you. brother.
1: Uh, let's move on to, uh, some entertainment, uh, <laughs> <laughs> feel good Friday. Um, I was saying, I, I, maybe I shouldn't say it, but, uh, but, uh, Taylor's doing baby stuff. Uh, yeah. and, uh, and I already, I already, all right. I already said ultrasound. He's at an ultrasound point, but I got, to, I got to talk about ultrasound. He's again. actually at home playing Baldur's game. Right <laughs> you fucking son of a bitch. God damn it. I'm on my second playthrough playing a bird. So sad. Are you worried? I still play. I,
0: I, I just want to say too to all of, all of our listeners who have a partner who's obsessed with video games. It's okay. look. Look, they're not that obsessed yeah, with video yeah, games. Yeah. You're like, they're not obsessed as I was. <laughs> because like, as somebody who also um, like plays a lot of video games, yeah. Maddie, don't come at me. <laughs> okay.
1: <laughs> you know what's funny is like I wanted to be really cautious when I went to Kira to to like admit to her what was going on because I I was like, look, I'm I want to be very careful in expressing this because what I the, the last thing that I need is for this to turn into something where you think that, video games are a bad thing and i should not be anywhere near them that's not the case i'm abusing this dopamine fucking giver i need to tamp i need to like reel back the amount that i'm sucking on this this fucking teat but i but don't take the teat away yeah you know i I still like i still want to be able to to like watch this netflix series Mm -hmm. that i just happen to be playing (laughs) <laughs> you know it's so, not
0: it's not that the escape is the problem no it's the
1: problem the problem is that you're escaping that's right is that you feel like that's you right need yeah and so like so yeah. i have you know i i've i've built a much healthier habit to to playing and it's like keep it to you know if you're gonna play on the weekday like keep it to an hour and if you're gonna play on the weekend like make sure all make sure all the things that have to be done and all the relationships that have to be nurtured and cared for are fucking maybe like that's happened first. All right, Rupert, get on and get right up in there, buddy.
0: <laughs> Hi, I'm Jesse Crookshank. Jessie Crookshank. I host the number one comedy podcast called Phone a Friend. Girl.
1: This is, this is actually, this is wild science. I fucking love this. And I feel like it'd be fun to get someone from this study on the show. Focused ultrasound turns chemo from shotgun blast to sniper shot. Wait, what? So when fighting cancer, chemotherapy is still a bit of a blunt instrument. I love the way they wrote this article. It's fucking genius. This isn't chat This is not. Okay. No, this is human wrote this. <laughs> Uh, By combining it with sound waves, however, researchers have found a way to turn it into more of a scalpel than a club, (laughs) sparing damage to nearby tissue and the body as a whole. Even though the number of ways doctors can fight cancer is rapidly increasing, traditional chemotherapy is still widely used to combat tumors. In fact, according to a study in the Lancet Oncology... It is predicted that the number of people needing the treatment is set to increase by 53% between 2018 and 2040. So let me just say that again. The amount of people needing chemotherapy is set to increase by 53% between 2018 and 2040. Whoa. Like, do, I, wonder, I wonder what that is. Is that because of like- I have like, no in-
0: idea environmental causes or like, or know. we're just getting better at detecting cancer Maybe, or, yeah. yeah. Uh, or uh, or that's we're really living longer, though. you know, yeah. we're living longer. Yeah. Could be that
1: too. Like on the positive note, but I mean, let's be real. Yeah. the Fucking world's Like burning. living longer just to get cancer. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but many of the well-known issues with chemotherapy still exist. <laughs> it's, I mean, it's so wild to read this. It can cause hair loss, nausea, weight loss, anemia, peripheral neuro, uh, neuropathy, and a lot more. Uh, plus, because chemo drugs treat the whole body, they can cause damage to cells outside the intended tumor targets. Mm-hmm. Right, so chemo is just like it's just you're taking a bath in fucking poison. That's what I was wondering about, like how they're actually targeting it because it feels like it's just it by nature of the way that it's given, it just does everything. Yeah. Wait till you hear this shit. Attempting to make chemo therapy a more targeted solution, researchers in 2020 combined mm-hmm. cancer-fighting chemicals with bursts of laser light to activate them at tumor sites, okay? While that treatment shows promise, its efficacy is limited to a few millimeters below the skin, which is the maximum depth a laser beam can penetrate in order to activate the chemicals. Whoa. So a laser beam can penetrate the skin, but only by a few millimeters, but seeking to harness the power of the targeted activation of chemotherapeutic drugs, but increase the depths at which they can function, Scientists at the City University of Hong Kong turned to the idea of using sound waves. Huh. Working with cancer cell cultures in their lab, the researchers created a small molecule platinum-based prodrug called platin, which is gathered at the tumor sites. Now, a prodrug is a compound that are inert until they are activated inside the body. They're like a sleeper cell. <laughs> I'm just imagining
0: what the audio track is that like lights them up. Like yeah. is it like they're just playing like really sick music that like <laughs> <laughs> that just
1: activates the chemo drug and it's like yeah.
0: <laughs> just starts jamming around the cells. Right, either that or Skrillex. <laughs> it's something fucking just. Ooh, get yeah. it, get that cancer. Yeah.
1: So prodrugs are compounds that are inert until they are activated inside the body, and so they have they they, they created this small molecule platinum uh platinum based prodrug called cin, uh, cyanin cyanin platin cyanin platin. They then be, they then beam the cyanin platin with highly targeted ultrasound ultrasound waves, which convert the prodrug into carboplatin, which is a common chemotherapy drug. So it takes this fucking molecule, you zap it with with sound, and it goes and it like evolves into it's like a mind flare. Right, uh, Baldur's Gate in Baldur's Gate, there's mind flares, <laughs> and if you have a mind flare parasite in your head, anybody who's playing Baldur's Gate, I'm just like fuck yeah. <laughs> okay,
0: uh, <laughs> so that's how, so that's how it works. So they so just
1: blast it so with the ultrasounds. This indu- so they this induced so this induces tumor death by damaging the mitochondria inside the cancer cells. Um. Okay, so do you want to see they they have a fucking sick video of this of the laser of the laser doing its thing. The, like ultrasound laser so like is, ultrasound laser so, blasting the blast and and they they're doing it on like on skin. To before before you show it to me, yeah. can
0: I just guess that it looks like a big room with like uh huge sound monitors and and then a bunch of soundproofing around it? And they just like blast. They they just make you stand in front of a big speaker and they blast it at you.
1: Sort of. It's a little bit more. um, It's a little bit more janky and a little bit more like sort of again these these. um, This is uh, this is just like in a in like a university dorm room. Oh
0: honey, his family. (laughs) 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 Uh, Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that uh, that looks like it
1: took care of the cancer, dude. Wiped it clean. (laughs) No more brain cancer.
0: (laughs) (laughs) For uh, for those who are just listening, we just watched a laser explode a guy's head.
1: (laughs) That was from Corridor Digital. Honey, I shrunk the kids. Uh, So the method was able to reduce the cancer cell viability by fifty-one percent when tissue coverage was one centimeter thick, and uh, thirty-three percent with tissue coverage at a thickness of two centimeters. And this is just the beginning. So, uh, so kind of cool. Like, it just—I fucking—I love, I love hearing about this like cool sci-fi, fucking futuristic treatment shit. It's it is just so cool.
0: It is crazy to think that. I mean, I feel it feels a bit weird to to speculate or say this, but it feels like with technology, the technology that exists today, that is being worked on today, that cancer will be curable. In the not so distant future. And I, yeah. I think it feels weird to say that because cancer still kills so many people. Yeah. Every single day. And yeah. so
1: to say that like that might not be a thing in the near future. I I mean, near future, mm, sure. I don't who knows. But like to say it'll never be possible is fucking that's that's wild. Yo. Science. You know what I mean? <laughs> what is it all about? What is it
0: all about? We don't even know, dude. What Technology. Is that all about? <laughs> Is it good or, or is, is it, whack? it whack? Whack, it's you know? whack.
1: Yeah. Um let's talk about poop. Okay. This is fo- what I've been waiting for. Yeah, I know. This is what this is this is literally what everybody's been waiting for. Um oh, that what is d- a lot. <laughs> what do you know what amoeba poo is? No. Okay. Do you?
0: Uh yeah. Did you before this? I did actually. Yeah, okay. I was familiar. Yeah. yeah. So,
1: do you know what the Bristol stool chart is? Yes, I
0: do. The seven types of firmness to squishiness of poop that basically tells you if you're healthy or not yeah. based on how firm to squishy your poop is. And do you rather- know the
1: names of the of the different type of the different seven? I don't know. Yeah. So do you want to know? Yeah, for sure. All right. So, we have uh we have marble marble poo. You have caterpillar poo. Okay? You have so uh, marble is little sausage dots. or hot dog poo. So marble obviously looks
0: like little marbles, like marble, little, yeah, marbles uh, are just like, like little like, like rabbit, deer, yeah, rabbit yeah, shit
1: yeah. pellets. Yeah. Uh, caterpillar shit is a log that looks like a. Ca- it looks like the caterpillar from like it looks Mario. like anal beads, sort of. Dude, yeah, <laughs> yeah, it, it pff, fuck it, it actually sausage is normal. Um, <laughs> sausage is just a log. That's just a poop. It looks like, I mean, it looks like a s- sausage, sausage. or hot dog. But, you can call it yeah. sausage or hot dog. Uh, then you have snakes, snake poop, which is, um, it's squiggly. It's like a squiggly snake uh, yeah. dookie, like a, like a worm, like an earthworm. Yeah. Then you have amoeba shit. Amoeba is like, it's, it's separated hard lumps uh, like marble, but it can be, and it's like hard to pass. I've had that recently, but I actually started eating more um, uh, granola. Yeah, so fiber, So lacking fiber is what causes amoeba poop. Yeah. Then you have soft serve shit, <laughs> wait, which is exactly wait, what it sounds like. Wait, I'm just realizing that this, this entire
0: chart that looks medical refers it's, to everything as shit. Yeah, what does your shit
1: tell you? By dynamic nutrition hell yeah dynamic let's fucking go. soft serve type shit yeah. and then you've got uh then you've just got jack uh, well uh, here it says jackson pollock but on there it says watery type but i like jackson pollock
0: <laughs> watery no solid pieces entirely liquid i'm a
1: jackson pollock kind of guy yeah on uh on my on my day-to-day but that's uh because i i barely have a colon um so your toilet habits uh massively impact your health and they can easily tell you what you're lacking in your diet or, you know, if you need to see a GP. Uh, And those are the seven categories outlined by the Bristol stool chart. Now, the helpful guide compares the different shapes of objects to help people identify them easier and and find out what they mean. Amoeba shaped poos are small, easy to pass, and you should be able to control where you expel them, which is a really fucking weird thing, right? (laughs) Um, This type of poo, according to Healthline, indicates a lack of fiber in your diet. Right. So the average adult should aim to consume about 30 grams of fiber per day, according to government gu- guidelines. So does fiber make your poop less? I thought it made your poop I more always, firm. I always mix this up. I think it's like, I think it's like, I think it goes both ways. Okay. It goes too both. much fiber, not enough fiber will cause two different things, I think. Mm. Like too much fiber, maybe too much, too, too, too poopy, not enough fiber. I, I you know what? I'm a fucking idiot. I don't know. Maybe it says here you can easily get fiber from vegetables, whole grain pasta, and bread. Mm, I eat a lot of bread. You can get it from gluten. Poos, which are sausage-like shape and easy to pass, are described as the gold standard of poop yep. by Healthline, and they indicate that your digestion is running smoothly and your fiber intake is good. God, if I, I wish. <laughs> Um, GP Dr. Sarah Jarvis told the Sun: Eating enough fiber, getting regular exercise, and keeping your fluid intake up all contribute to this sort of poop, which can lead to what we what we like to call in the biz as ghost pooping.
0: Ah, uh, yes, the ghost best.
1: poop, which is a very rare thing for most people, I would say, is a sign that you are fucking killing it. Really? So, okay, not only does that. a ghost poop feel great, there's so many things happening. It feels great. Because you feel like you accomplished something. You're saving the earth one less wipe at a time. Less toilet paper. You are are also at the pinnacle of health. You're probably one of the healthiest people on the planet when you have a ghost poop. (laughs) That's crazy. This is what the doctors say. Okay. So when you have a ghost poop, not only did you win at shitting, you also won the day. Because you're just healthy. Because you're just doing so well. Which is kind of ironic that they call it a ghost poop because,
0: like, you're the furthest thing from a ghost from being dead. You're because you're so healthy and alive and full of life. This is, I mean, a- I, I get that it's like it's a ghost poop because it's like you weren't even there. But, like, you're definitely not close to turning into Casper.
1: What you just said is one of the most insanely idiotic things I have ever heard. (laughs) Everyone in this room is now dumber for having listened to it.
0: And it's right. I award you no
1: points. And may God have mercy on your soul. (laughs) Oh, fucking. It's true. Shout out to Adam Sandler. But yeah, so there you go. So if you ever ghost poops, just know you are fucking nailing it. You've got enough essential fatty acids. Your circadian (laughs) rhythms are in tune with nature. The light and dark cycle of the day and you've got a ghost poop. You are you are perfect.
0: I actually um it's uh it's good to know this. I
1: had a, a problem. This is why I'm depressed, Brian. Because you're not having ghost poop. Because I just have I just have Jackson Pollock. That's <laughs> because you don't have seventy-five percent of your intestines. The only difference is that my Jackson Pollock is not worth so Much money. I
0: had. Um. I had. What is Jack,
1: what's it, what's his paintings like? Sorry, Jackson Pollock. Uh, I had a. Uh, oh yeah, had, it just looks like my shit. Look at that. <laughs> that's that is literally just that's my toilet bowl. <laughs> that's nasty.
0: <laughs> that is um, I had Christ. a. I had bad bowel movements last week. Nice. Uh, because tell me more. Because I made a uh, shout out to Andy's uh, East Coast Kitchen.
1: Yeah, shout out Andy. Um. I made his. Uh, I made Andy Hayes. Uh, Wait, hold on, hold on, hold on. Don't shout out Andy's East Coast <laughs> Kitchen and then and then proceed to say that you ended up with fucking destroying, <laughs> Bad, de- destroying toilets across the city.
0: No, because I made a bunch you of this stuff. You fucked up, not Andy. No, 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 <laughs> that is true. That is true. But I made a bunch <laughs> of his stuff and it's, it's always really good. But I made his pizza pockets the other day, which was a massive bummer that they caused my stomach to be um, destroyed like this. But it was, uh, I don't know what it was in them, but... After eating one of those, I was up all night long going to the bathroom like every 30 minutes. Uh but I I I definitely had similar types of poop that you are familiar with yeah. having all the time. But like the stomach cramping is what's really bad. Do you get do you get cramping or anything like that or is it just your poops are normal no, no. otherwise? Like it's yeah, just, yeah, it's
1: just, yeah, I just I just shit like 8 times a day. I wonder why I
0: you get cramping in your stomach when you have like weird poops like that, and your digestion. I don't doesn't know. Maybe, right. maybe because
1: they're like shaped
0: like blocks. And you think it's like trying to it's trying to it's trying
1: to morph it into a worm. Ew, that's so gross. Or sorry, a snake, or sorry, a hot dog, or sorry, a <laughs> caterpillar. Oh, fuck. <laughs> Anal bead. Uh, all right, let's, uh, let's uh, wrap this up by moving on to this week's edition of. Okay. What do you think when you see this photo? Uh it looks like the yellow pages. Yes. Look a little closer.
0: Um, See what's going on there? Uh there's a Do you think this is yeah, Midjourney? Uh there's too many fingers. There's
1: definitely too many fingers, bro. Yeah. Uh, well, yeah. there's like Which is it which is for people who are not familiar with the Midjourney. It is a uh AI image generator and uh I don't know if they fixed the problem. I think it's probably better now, but like for a while there it had all AI generated images. They had a really hard time with hands. That they would always put tip. way too many fingers and it would look fucking weird. Here's another one. Yeah. So you can see, there's a that's one, not a two, real... three, four, Wait. five. I mean, it's five fingers.
0: Are are you sure that that's not uh somebody's actual hands?
1: Well, actually, it is. So both of those are. Um <laughs> <laughs>
0: actually <laughs> yeah
1: yeah um so there was a woman uh with 10 fingers but no thumbs and it, it uh the photo popped up on reddit and it just it exploded on reddit mm-hmm. um some medical students uh ultimately ultimately pointed out that the woman was likely born with triphalangeal thumb i Tri- knew somebody, with, thumb
0: i knew somebody with an extra finger
1: oh yeah, yeah. did they ha- so wait an extra finger or Five fingers, but the thumbs were fingers. No, because that's what this is.
0: It was an extra finger. They had six digits. Wow, five fingers and one thumb, all on the same hand. Wow. Yeah. Maybe there's a maybe there's a fetish out there for that. (laughs) I I bet, and it's sounding almost like you might two extra holes be be filled with those two extra fingers. You know. (laughs) (laughs) How many toes did they have? I don't know. I never asked them.
1: Man, that we weren't is... like
0: we weren't on the like let's talk about it. Yeah, right. Uh,
1: yeah. All right. Well, what are
0: you doing, step bro? <laughs> Get those six figures out of my ass.
1: Um, yeah. So, so the woman was likely born with triphalangeal thumb, a condition where an extra finger bone, a phalange, grows in the hand's most useful digit. So here's, I think this, I believe this is a photo of like a like a. Like a maybe a newborn or maybe like not quite a newborn with this condition. Oh yeah, but oh, look at that! One, two, three, four, five, six fingers. But I feel like that 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 last little weird digit is probably like gonna either be consumed or like fall off. Or <laughs> you know something. what this
0: looks like? The photo that we look like it's so wet looking. This is
1: a, this it, yeah this this it, really
0: looks. It looks like those... Um, it looks raw. You know those uh, like those things you had as a kid that you would like, the stretchy, sticky hands? Yes. you'd like throw in there, just like stick onto something and yeah. then like slowly My peel off? My nephew Austin has one. He loves it. Yeah. Fucking, he loves That it. was that. Thing. Yeah.
1: Um, and folks, if you wanted to see that photo, you can go watch this on YouTube, which no one does, but you could do it. You could go do it. That'd be cool. <laughs> There's an option to do There's that. an option to fucking do that. So you could just go watch it. You might as well fucking watch it. Uh, so approximately one in two, 25,000 children is born with triphalangeal thumb. Okay. Um, which manifests when an extra phalange grows during embryonic development and extends the length of the thumb. The longer digit can sometimes function like a normal thumb. Alternatively, it can be shaped like the other fingers of the hand, such as the case with this Reddit user. So you can see again, the photo there, um, which is a real trip. It's so funny when you look at this photo, you're kind of like, wait, what the fuck? Like what? Are the hands backward? Like what's going on here? Where's yeah. the thumb? It's really. Uh, they're they're this I mean, to be wicked at climbing a tree. This one's really interesting because, like it, you're right.
0: Like it, it looks like they should have a thumb, and like if it would, that would make more sense to me if they had five fingers and one yeah. thumb, like six
1: digits yeah. total. So okay, so the condition is often seen with polydactyl fingers, where an extra finger grows on top of or Out of another one, so typically the thumb, which is which is what this image of the like raw baby hand. So I've seen that with like an extra pinky finger. Cool. Like, did they have use over it? Like, is it could it wiggle? Like, probably not, right? Because like your the movement of your digits is dependent on the ligaments that run up your arm. Yeah. Uh, So like, if you had that extra, yeah, like like if you see here, like you can see the muscle, like this, right? So like. Like you can see it big time right there. So like, if you had this extra finger, like, what's is it? Is it being? Is there pulleys connected? I think so. Yeah, wow, I think, think it's sort of extended. I mean, maybe that's from what I remember. Maybe that's they our can use evolution.
0: It. Maybe that's where we're going next. Maybe yeah, extra fingers, especially if you find if if they start boobs, if they start doing conventions, two like, buttholes, like meetups for like like fundraising yeah. conferences for for right like the twin convention that they have down in
1: the down in the US every yeah, year yeah
0: then you, then and those people start getting together and and having sex and having babies they could wipe possible. us out yeah us and of fucking thummies. and if they can climb trees really well and that becomes a valuable asset yeah then then maybe Dude, Do you think that baby's sucking on two thumbs? Two thumbs at once? For sure. For wow. sure. I mean if you had extra that's gotta be, thumb That's going to be that's
1: going to be extra bad for your like your teeth. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, all right, let's wrap this up. I see the computer yeah. does not have room for this. So let's, uh, Whoa, uh, yeah.
0: All right. Oh, those are there's a lot of different, um, different things going on there. Monica,
1: <laughs> our new, uh, our new uh, friend that we have hanging out at the studio, our production <laughs> assistant who hasn't made an appearance on the show yet is showing us, Oh, wild photos offset. Wow. Look at those. Ah, uh. Whoa, they, oh my God, the x-ray image. Whoa, uh, folks, Google x-ray images. That's, wow, whoa,
0: crazy. Well, folks, hope you enjoyed
1: that. And uh, we will be back next week as we always are. And in the meantime, support the podcast by going to Apple Podcasts or Spotify and follow and rate and review and all that stuff. Uh, Also check out our new show, which launched this week called New Wave. It's a new podcast, a new podcast that we've produced. Uh, We produced it for an organization here in Nova Scotia called Life Sciences Nova Scotia and um it's very different from sick boy it's a fully produced and and fuck it's a you know it's a whole fucking production yeah but it sounds great we're really proud of it and it's interesting and you'll learn some really cool shit so go check it out we would uh we would really appreciate that and in particular if you missed Taylor's voice this week he's actually
0: the narrator he's the, of the he's series the daddy so of the show he can, does a very um, good job you can you can hear him over yeah, there
1: you can um and uh, if you want to reach out uh you can do that by sending us a email uh, letters at sickboypodcast.com or you can go to the website and you can apply to be on the show we would love to have application at application from you if you think you would be a good fit and uh thanks as always to the folks who make this show happen
0: um our new production assistant annika thank you so much to donovan the CPAP morgan for the amazing sound design on our monday episodes and to richo coin for the theme music and jeff lonis our manager we love you all
1: that is it for this week i'm brian and i am jeremy and this is sick boy